Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hi, Bethel family. This is Jillian, our online grief share facilitator, and today we're reflecting on 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Many do not know, I actually spent four years of my life living overseas in the small European country of Albania. It borders Greece, and it boasts a beautiful culture infused with all things Greek, Roman, and Ottoman. My favorite part of Albania by far was their food. Pesticides are illegal there for agricultural use, so all market produce was pure, organic, and straight from the earth, dirt and all. Now, on the other hand, let's talk about the realities of their meat. My first weeks in Albania, I experienced major culture shock. Seeing their prized lamb or goat heads rotating on outdoor market barbecue spits, ready for sale, eyeballs and tongue included. My most interesting squirm-worthy experience was seeing the Albanian delicacy of fried veal tongue. Yep, imagine an appetizer platter arranged with a beautiful, perfect circle of eight to 10 veal tongues topped off with perfectly plated garnish. Imagine the battle in my mind. Do my friends expect me to eat this? These poor baby calves. Maybe if I don't make eye contact and keep the conversation going, I'm gonna get out of this. And as I took a bite, I didn't want to disappoint and look like an outsider. Peer pressure got the best of me, and I ingested something I really didn't want to. And in this exact same mindset is where we find the Corinthian church of chapter 8. In the Greek empire, food was cooked and fat was burned on the altars of their most precious gods. When all the fat was burned off, the temple workers would gather the meat, sell it to food establishments, and in turn, customers would happily dine. The Corinthians believed the more sacrificial meat they actually consumed, the more Greek God would actually dwell inside of them. Imagine the battlefield of mind games the Corinthian believers found themselves in. Do I really eat this meat? I don't want to look like an outsider. I don't feel like this is right, but what do I do? The battlefield of the mind had turned into a major divisive issue for our Corinthian believers. Paul described one group camping in the belief that he had all the knowledge of Christ and therefore had become boastful in their God-given freedoms. The meat was a non-issue for them. It wasn't going to hurt them. It wasn't going to cause them to stumble in their relationship with Christ and therefore everyone should be thinking the same. Paul warns this group, but be careful that the right of yours in no way becomes a stumbling block to the weak. For if someone sees you, the one who has knowledge, dining in an idol's temple, won't his weak conscience be encouraged to eat food offered to idols? The other group could have been classified as new believers who were weak in knowledge, wrestling with their past pagan experiences, and in turn just beginning to experience the true freedoms found in Christ. Paul describes this group as saying, Some have been so used to idolatry up until now that when they eat food sacrificed to an idol, their conscience being weak is defiled. 
the newest of believers lacked knowledge in their daily freedom within Christ and therefore were ruined by the experienced believer's knowledge. They couldn't handle the peer pressure. They couldn't handle the cultural norms anymore. The two groups were at such a crossroads, and it had more to do with their lack of consideration of each other than their actual knowledge. Paul starts off the entire topic stating, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone thinks he knows anything, he does not know yet it as he ought to know it. But if anyone loves God, he is known by him. He bookends the chapter with correction and love. Now when you sin like this against your brothers and sisters and wound their weak conscience, you are sinning against Christ. Dr. Tony Evans comments in this way, To insist on exercising our freedom at the expense of weaker Christians is not only to sin against them, but also to sin against Christ. Now, you may be thinking, Jillian, you don't have to worry. I will not be sitting in my favorite barbecue pit this coming weekend, eating the steak that is on special because it was offered to Zeus. Your knowledge is right, but your prideful heart will do the opposite and otherwise. Will you sacrifice your parenting for a little bit more of commenting and battling it out on social media? Will you sacrifice your marriage for more time looking at or participating in activities that are harmful to your covenant? Will you sacrifice your singleness out of desperation to just not be lonely for one day? Will you sacrifice your obedience to Christ in order to finally get your own way? You might not be eating Zeus's steak, but others will be watching you dine on your disregard of your relationship with Christ and his calling towards holiness. Paul stated, therefore, if food causes my brother or sister to fall, I will never again eat meat so that I won't cause my brother or sister to fall. Friend, what are you sacrificing for and consuming today? Will you decide to finally surrender and go out of your way to avoid hindering the spiritual development of yourself and another? Would you really? Don't trip others up. Rather, allow the forgiveness of Christ to cleanse and let His love build us all up together. Pray, reflect, shift, change, grow, all because of the grace you have received and the true freedom you're called to live in. So let's pray. Dearest Lord, expose our sacrificial altars today. Flip the altars of our prideful minds, sinful hearts, and personal desires. Create in us a clean heart. Restore to us the joy of your salvation and sustain us by giving us a willing spirit to obey rather than to continually sacrifice our relationship with you. We pray all of these things in the grace-filled name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. 
Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.